20 questions or 20 minutes, whichever comes first, as long as it's you. This is You Go First. I'm your host, Blair Payton. We have 20 questions, normally in a vase. My guests will draw the first question and we'll go back and forth, covering as much ground in 20 minutes. The timer begins after the first question is read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's relief in these pages? Wars wage on low wage to seek the master's throne. Uh, I escape in these days. I run away and all I ask is that you never leave me alone. Yeah, who's found relief in these pages? Wars wage on low wage to seek the master's throne. I escape in these days. I run away and all I ask is that you never leave me alone. No, never leave me alone. No. Hold on, I gotta take a sip of water because I made the mistake of eating a Velveeta snack cake before this. <laughs> And while delicious and not a sponsor, I have to wet my whistle. Okay, so my guest today is is such a, oh God, what are the words I want to use to describe Brian Hancock? A powerful queen, fierce as hell. I'd rather be a king, but you know, you know. The, the, okay, he also hates the, gay people and gay I, Whoa, whoa, I love people. Please all- make welcome Brian whoa. Hancock. Or would you prefer to go by Harvest Black? Because that is your persona as a performer. Harvest Black is dope. B-L-A-Q-U-E. Sorry, I don't. I hate to sound like a, a diva myself. It is kind of falling on you because you didn't send me your writer before this uh, recording. Okay. So next time. So would you prefer I refer to you as Harvest during this interview? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay, I'll try my best, but it's probably going to wind up me calling you Brian. You know, let's just go with Brian. Let's make it super confusing right off the top. (laughs) Uh, So Brian Hancock, also known as Harvest Black, is a performer based in Roanoke, Virginia. Things are happening. Uh, Maybe got some new projects on the horizon. Maybe some record deals. Who knows? You know, we'll let him tell you about that. How's it going? It's going good. Now, you have a new album that you, or is it an EP? It's an EP. Well, first, explain this to me, because I never knew the difference. What's the difference between an LP and an EP? EPs are shorter. L- L- LPs are longer. It's like the EP is like six tracks. Sometimes I think it, LPs go like 12, 13 tracks. Okay. We just want to do enough music to just kind of like say, hey, we're here. Um, we hope that you're listening. But if you like this, we'll give you more in a, uh, an LP format later on. We recorded at Fanning Goat Records, and uh, I- I'm really enjoying the sound and the things that we're doing right now with the music that we've been producing together, me and the live band. Is it on sale now, or is it being... No, it will be. Um, we- we're doing some finalization stuff to the sound, mm-hmm. mastering. Uh, shout out to the whole band real quick. I'll just say hi to Bill, Melissa, oh my God, uh, Evan... <laughs> Evan and Nathan uh, that worked on it with us, um, and we're we're kind of like a a good family. We hang out. We just kind of listen to a lot of stuff that we like, and just put the project out there. Well, we will be putting the project out there, but we wrote and created this music together. How would you describe it? It's kind of like a lot of infusion of different sounds. It's a homage to the music that we enjoy—a mixture of that '90s alternative meets hip hop meets jazz and rock and soul element to it that it just kind of a fun thing that we wanted to do uh we sat around and listened to different songs that we enjoyed and kind of like took those ideas and really thought about what we wanted to hear as far as making our own music so uh i admit i i immediately just started writing to what we were creating together and you know we would kind of play off of each other but everybody in the group has just been like humble and just like dope people to hang out with so 
it just seems like every time we got together, it was just so much fun to just make the music that we wanted to make. You actually just got recognized recently on, it was a English podcast. Yeah, uh, it was uh, this uh, podcast called, uh, you haven't heard this music uh, podcast over in England, uh, I mean UK, uh, with uh, Richie Armour, who who uh, is a big music fan and a DJ. And we also won an award over there last year for uh, from Wigwam Radio, which is an online radio uh, platform that uh, gave us the award for best urban music of 2019. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's just like we're trying to entice people with the sounds and the music before we actually put it out there because like, I feel like, hey, I want them to get to know us a little bit more before I put the music out. How long have you guys been together? I'd say about two and a half years. Has it really been that long? Yeah, it has. It's been about two and a half years. I mean, I've been used to working by myself, developing different things as far as music. I've been really uh, gravitating to what we've been doing as far as being a band and just making music together. And the, the different sounds and elements that we've done together has just been, I think, phenomenal. When do you expect the album to drop? I'm hoping by late summer. Uh, that's the plan. Like, I'll put it on an official date here pretty soon. But uh, there are some technical things that uh, the engineer is working on right now to get some different things together before we put it out. How are you able to do this in the middle of this quarantine? In the middle of the quarantine, the music's already been recorded before the quarantine. It's just like trusting this engineer mm-hmm. who has great ears. His name is Willie Gurley. And that is a been... great name, by the way. I love that. <laughs> That could honestly, that would be a great uh, drag queen name. I see what you, I, I see where you're trying to go, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm trying to keep my political. Con- con- I'm just saying he could go far in the drag industry. I, I, I hear what you're saying. That is a compliment because I, I mean. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, to his credit, he is an amazing engineer. Yeah. And he's been working really hard on just getting the sounds to be mm-hmm. what it is, to bring up like different parts and then like been back and forth emailing me different sounds. And then I'm, and then like the band as a band, we are like, oh yeah, this sounds really great. And then if he offers a suggestion, we uh, allow him to work on it. That's great. But, yeah. Are you ready to answer some fun questions? Let's do it. Okay. So just to reiterate for the audience, the way this will work, seeing as how we're still in quarantine we'll probably be here forever but instead of drawing it out of the vase like we usually do uh all the questions are numbered one through 20 i'm gonna have my guest uh pick a number between one and 20 i'll read the corresponding question and uh, we'll try to get through as many questions as possible in 20 minutes so uh pick a number between one and 20 as soon as i read it i'll start the timer and we will be off all right i'll say 10 okay question 10 what TV show would you like to see revived? Timer begins now. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, that would be a good one. But the question is, which Vivian? Darkskin. <laughs> uh, so you're saying OG Vivian. OG Vivian. I like the new Vivian, though. It was like, I could have did with or without it, but, like, the other Vivian was stronger, I felt. she. Well, yeah, she definitely had more of an edge to her. She had that Michelle Obama edge to her. I think she had more of an edge than Michelle Obama. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's what we needed. Here's what we need right now in this whole situation that would bring peace to, I think, mankind, is if okay. we 
Smith and OG Vivian would come together and make amends. I need that to happen. I think everyone needs that to happen. I think think it'll be dope. Because she, like, legit hates him. Oh, yeah, I've seen the video. She she does not pull any punches. She said some harmful things. I was like, yo, it can't be that serious. And, like, I'll be watching sometimes. I watch Will Smith's, like, really enlightening videos. And I'm like, yo, Will Smith has grown as a person. I don't know what happened between them when we were younger. Well, and here's the thing. It's called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's not, yeah. you know, The Fresh Vivian, although I would watch that probably. But she had some episodes where she, like, really shined, though. Yeah! Like, the episode when she wasn't feeling like a spring chicken and went back to dancing, and at the end of it, she, like, kicked ass at the end of the episode. But afterwards, she, like, fell down and she was tired in the hallway. And here's a testament to that episode. It is, like, a prominent gif on Giphy. Hello. It's like is Vivian. It? Yeah, Vivian, you're doing good. Or whatever her name is. I don't know her real name. Well, I can't I'm remember. sure she has one, but uh, it's not important to us. Okay, so TV show I'd like to see revived. Okay. Although it would be hard because I think some of the cast is dead now, but I would love, I loved Mama's Family. Mama's Family was dope. I think they could still do something with it. But here's what's funny, because Vicki Lawrence for the longest time was like a young woman playing an old woman. Now she's at the age where she can actually play Thelma Harper. Mm-hmm. I would love to see what uh, Thelma Harper is up to right now. Exactly. Especially in this quarantine. I'd watch that shiz. Pick another number. Um, Five. Okay, question five. What part of a kid's movie completely scared you? It has to be when Atreo lost the horse in uh, Neverending Story. I have never seen that movie. Oh, my God. It is the most heartbreaking thing that I've ever saw as a child. It's like... Well, how did that scare you? It was just like, in your mind as a kid, you think the horse is going to be all right. It's all, this is a kid's movie. This horse is not going to drown, and in, 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 it was like a... I have a question. Horse. Okay. This horse, is it, that, is it the big dog-looking thing that he rides in the... No, pool? no. This is like a white horse. It was like not a... You're thinking of... Uh, golly, I can't even think of it. It was like a white horse. Okay. And there was uh, this, this force of sadness, and you have to be careful with your mind in the, por- uh, in, in the force of sadness. So the horse was sad. And so the horse started to sink into the ground. Why was it sad? I don't know. I just can't remember. I can't remember everything about it, but I remember this horse was sad. Mm-hmm. And it began to sink. It just kept sinking and sinking. Then it's like, yo. And homeboy's trying so hard to pull the horse out of the, the, the mire. And it just kept going until it was gone. I was like, holy shit. This is a kid's movie. And that just happened. But it teaches you straight up it's like yo horses become glue <laughs> is that is that where you were going you know what let's just go with that <laughs> well i will say for me what kids movie scared me was return to oz oh yeah that thing was dark as hurl that was creepy so there's like specific moments the ones that are coming to mind right now are the wheelies those fucking things when she gets to Emerald City and it's all dilapidated, and then these things that are, like, guarding it, who are Mombi's, like, henchmen or whatever, those were freaky. Yeah. Or when she, Mombi, the evil queen, could, like, switch her head. No, yeah, and, yeah, there was just so many parts of that movie that really messed me up. Especially, like, Will Vinton's, like, 
uh, claymation parts where it was like the mountain. Yeah, how do you make claymation creepy? He they yeah. did it. He did it every single time. There's another movie he did where he played Satan, but Satan was like this white mask. It was like in some uh, Mark Twain thing that he did years ago. Well, and to our audience, if you haven't seen Return to Oz and you have Disney Plus, it's on there. It's I say watch it. It's a pretty, it's a decent movie, but it is very creepy. It has a cult following. Yeah, I don't even like uh, the scarecrow in that joint. Yeah, all of it is, the whole thing is just, it's a very dark vibe. And at the beginning, Aunt M is like over her talking about Oz. And so they send her to an insane asylum to get her electroshock therapy. Electroshock therapy. I was like, yo, really? (laughs) I was like, is this what we're doing? Well, to be fair, she probably was like, I don't know what you're talking about, Dorothy. I've never even heard of this. We're going to zap your brain, you know? Yeah, it was rough though. All right, pick another number. All right, I'll say two. Okay, number two. Oh, what do you miss about the outside world? I just miss going to sit on Sundays and having coffee in a coffee shop and Mm. drinking coffee and writing. Was there a specific coffee shop in Roanoke that you would go to? I would go, there's two that I I frequent often. It's uh, Little Green Hive and then also... um, the other one I go to was inside the Tobin Museum called Morning Brew Coffee. Okay. Yeah, and those are like my favorite spots to go to just to like write and then I can, I can people watch. Yeah. How are you adjusting with that? I mean, I still like, they still do like to-go orders. So like I can grab my coffee and come back home. And they make my coffee just the way I like. Uh, so it's like, I still have that. How do you like your coffee, out of curiosity? I like it with nutmeg and caramel in it. Ooh, Yas Queen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it with nutmeg and, and caramel. God, you're bougie. I'm just like, uh, I cream. I have up, I can be uppity. I can be uppity some days. Mm-hmm. I do you that. drink it with your pinky finger out, or is it full grasp? No, just move a little bit more of the pinky out, I think. Nah. Full grasp. Uh, I think for me, I miss, um, a lot of people know this about me, you included. I love garbage food. Yeah. I grew up on it. Taco Bell is my Taco joint. Bell. I haven't had fast food anything. So I'm actually probably eating the healthiest I've ever been in my life. And I hate it. I hate it. Dude, I've been eating nothing but fast food and driving around and eating it. Are you just trying to just like throw that in my face? No, I'm just letting you know. What it feels I, like it. I need to be doing better. So I'm actually trying to take steps this week to do it because like I tried to put on jeans because I've been wearing sweatpants and sweatpants lie to you. Like legit. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, I'm good. I put, I tried to put actual jeans on yesterday. I was like, oh no. Well, let it's me ask not- you this. Were you leaving the house? Yeah. Because I was like, because I can't go anywhere. The only place I can go to is the grocery store. And I just go looking like a homeless person. Uh, me and my girl had a social distancing date. And like, she she cleaned up. She was looking damn good yesterday. Um, as someone who is single and low-key horny, how does that work as an aside? How do you distance, social distance with someone that is your uh, romantic partner? You pay, you, you, you find like a location Mm-hmm. And you get like food, and then you split the food, but you're separated, and you're still practicing social distancing. But you have the food in the middle, 
Well, well where to- are you at? Are you like out in, like at the park or? Yeah, like at a park, you know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, a place where there's like a park bench or something like okay. that. You can kind of sit far from each other. Mm-hmm. It's been good for like getting past a stereotypical conversation to get into a place where you're delving deeper and just like really admiring and like enjoying each other's company. So it's done wonders. And plus like we like write Dear Clara type World War II letters to each other. (laughs) I love that. All right, pick another number. Uh, Six. Okay, question six. What is the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Most embarrassing thing I've ever worn. Mm -hmm. It could be like a trend. That you're like embarrassed that you you know fell into the uh, the goggles. You remember when everybody was wearing the goggles on their head, like the, the goggles, like the ski goggles. Everybody was wearing like the ski goggles. That was a thing. Yeah, man. You remember like the '90s? Everybody would put the goggles on. Yeah, it's like you walk around with goggles on your head, and it was like for some fashion statement. They all came in like multicolored lenses. And you would just, like, have them pressed to the side of your face. Do you have photographic uh, evidence of this? I'd love to see it. No, I don't. I'm probably sure there's pictures out there of me in them, but, like, I never want them to, And you would just wear them like an accessory, just on your head? Yeah, just wearing them like an accessory. It was, like, goggles. But you weren't going to swim. That's You weren't going to ski. But they would be, like, pressed against your head. Or in, like, sometimes you had the sun visor to the side with the goggles. You don't remember that from the I remember the visor. I don't remember the goggle trend. Oh, my God, yo. Everybody was rocking the goggles. And I was like, yo, I want to wear goggles, too. Did girl were girls like, oh my god, look at that guy with his goggles on his head? Probably not. I was just, like, a dumb kid that was into himself to the point where I was just like, uh... Yo, these goggles are fresh. Do you remember... Oh, there is a picture that... This girl I know from Roanoke and Melshona, she posted it. I think she posted it on my Facebook page, and it's from like the mid 2000s. And oh my God, like I thought at the time, I remember this picture. I was like, I look so hot. I'm so straight. No, it was terrible. I had blonde highlights, and I was wearing like this blue shirt that was open to here. Keep in mind, I had no chest. Like, it was just like a flat wall. It was like nothing you wanted to showcase, but it was like open down to here. And I was wearing a fucking puka shell necklace, but it was like a choker. (laughs) What in gay hell am I doing wearing that? It was the ugliest. It was so embarrassing. And I remember wearing it and like going to like Corned Beef, this club in our hometown, and thinking, oh my God, I look so cool and so hot. No, you looked like a closeted homosexual in Roanoke, Virginia. First problem was going to corned beef. Oh. <laughs> I won't bash on them too hard. Yeah, because you still live there. I can. It's uh, They oh. still play the same music from yeah. 2000. I don't go there anyway, so yeah. It, it, it always smelled like Satan's butthole in there. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, it, it was, was the grossest. Mm. All right, pick another number. Uh, 20. All right, number 20. Fuck, Mary kill. Oh, shit. Beyonce, Jill Scott, or Jada Pinkett Smith? Oh, my God. This is heavy. Yeah. Fuck, Mary Kill? Mm-hmm. Jill Scott, Mary. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, please don't kill me, Will Smith. But, oh, my God. This is tough. Definitely fuck Beyonce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's 
So that, that unfortunately leaves kill Jada Pickett Smith. But there is no real reason to do that to cover my ass. Okay. <laughs> For me, uh, this is very hard because they don't have the accessories I prefer. But I'm going to do this. Okay, let's do it. Okay, I think I would... Again, there's no real reason. Well, actually, there kind of is. I would kill Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, keep in mind, I love her. I love the Red Table Talk. I watch it. You do you? I do. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, actually, the latest one where she's, uh, they do a Zoom sesh with the whole cast of Girls Trip. It's very funny. But she looks like she could she beat the shit out of me. So I would probably be uh, fearful. I would say the wrong thing and she'd, you know, beat me down. I don't know. That's my justification <laughs> for wanting to kill her. Because I'm going to marry Beyonce because she's got the cash, okay? And I would live like a, um, what's the term? A set man? Comfortable man? A man. I'd, like a rich man. Whatever. And I'm going to fuck Jill Scott. Uh, see, Jill, Jilly from Philly... For me, she's like she tells you everything she's gonna do. Mm-hmm. She's gonna cook for you. She's gonna treat you good. And you seen that uh, video of her with the microphone? Oh my god! What is she like, doing to the microphone? She having um, sex with it? Not it was like not. I won't say sex, but it was just like okay. I was joking, but now it got weird. You, yeah, I'm sorry. I made it weird. Okay, <laughs> so we have four minutes left. Pick another okay. question. Fifteen. All right, question 15. What is the first activity you plan to do when the quarantine is lifted? I want to take my girl to putt-putt golf, or uh, mm-hmm. I want to take her to the lake where they have, like, this huge putt-putt thing at Bridgeport Marina. That's really sweet. Um, honestly, ugh, so gross. I, I've been thinking about this, and it's all the stuff I want to do involves actually coming back home to Roanoke. So either go to Texas Tavern, which is this okay. hole-in-the-wall burger joint that seats 10 it. people at a time. It is the greasiest food, and I love it. That is home to me. Or, this is random, I want to go to Cheddar's and get that giant cookie skillet. I'd rather have the, cheese, che- the cheesy western from, uh, from Texas Tavern. Oh, yeah, that's first position. But oh then for God. dessert, I want to get that giant cookie because I love it because they put a big scoop of ice cream. It's in a skillet. It's like diabetes-inducing. Mm. But I love it, and I haven't had it forever, and that's been on my mind for a while. Um, I have dreams, all right? Well, I'm about to go make your dream a reality and go get a cheesy Western here probably later. Great, great. Another thing <laughs> you can just throw in my face. Sorry. Okay, uh, pick another number. Eight. Question eight. Okay. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I hate her, so I don't care. I used to hate that game in school. Because, like, every time I thought I was getting close to finding her, it was computer time was just over. Mm. And I took it personally because I felt like I was getting really close to it. And so, like, I didn't really – I liked the television show, though. Would you From, say it's, it's molded you as, a, as the adult man you are today? No, not really. Okay. I used to love – do you remember the game show? It was on PBS. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. Show? I remember watching it, like, every afternoon, and I remember – the one time one of the contestants got Carmen Sandiego, I remember calling my friend Sarah Goins. It was in third grade. I was like, oh, my God, they caught her. Call me. <laughs> I like the lady that was on there. She was like, hello, gum shoes. Hello, gum Are you shoes? ready? She's hello, dead. gum shoes. <laughs> She's dead now. 
Is she really? Yes. Just from old uh, age, not from Corona. Thank God. Oh well, I mean, still, dang man. I know. Yeah. I oh, and remember just... what was the band? Rockapella? Was it Rockapella? Man. Well, she's just a friend of us. Tell me where in the world is San Diego? Oh, <laughs> okay, we have forty-five seconds. Pick another number. Okay. Uh, um, shit. Uh, seven. Number seven. Okay, what would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? Uh, Leroy. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say Shafid because you know how that's spelled. Whoa, shithead, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we got 12 seconds. Pick another number real quick. Five. Okay, uh, Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Okay, I pick YouTube because um, uh, Netflix sometimes uh, runs out of shows and they suck. All right, we did it! Yay! <laughs> How do you feel? I feel liberated. I feel like what we went through was just shedding skin, and I feel better for it. Oh my god, that is so poetic. I love that. So fade deep of me. It is. Oh my god. It's like it's like warm bathwater on my body, those words you said. Wow. Next you're welcome for you're welcome for that visual. So right now is your platform. What would you like to promote? Your band, your socials? Tell us. What do we follow? Uh you can follow me at Harvest Black B L A Q U E at uh Twitter and on the uh Instagram. You can, you can like Harvest Black and Company, B L A Q U E on Facebook. Um got new music coming out. I wanna say shout out to my Virginia Tech family. Um I'm the newest member of the Virginia Tech Hip Hop Studies team. That's awesome. And, uh, Newman Library is where you can find me after the quarantine ends. Shout out to my girl, Kaisha Preston. And um, she's running for our local election. So shout out to her. She's running for city council in Roanoke, Virginia. And she's a very, very delightful young lady. I love her to death. So as far as your new album goes, where will it be available once it's released? Uh, it'll be available on all... Uh, uh, streaming platforms uh, and we'll make sure that all that's done here probably toward later this summer it's called the relief we had to switch the name from what it was called a uh, safety coronavirus name. yeah <laughs> it felt it felt a little too pointed especially nowadays yeah. all right well thank you so much for coming first i had great. a good time uh shout out to joe scott shout out to jill scott all right well thank you so much for watching and listening and we will talk to you soon have a good one everybody